Hey guys, welcome to Major Flavor, the podcast with the hottest flavor. Myself, Jazzy Bang, and Callie are coming to you with new episodes every single Friday. Be sure to follow our Instagram at the Major Flavor. That's T H E Major Flavor. And be sure to follow our podcast on all streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. We're just three black girls with a podcast, and you don't want to miss this flavor. Thanks for listening. So, hello guys, welcome back to Major Flavor, the podcast with the hottest flavor. Per usual, we have the two lovely co-hosts. Hi! Hey! (laughs) And to start off my topic, I have two questions for y'all, and just give you an honest answer. My first question in relation to this topic is, um, you know how like the there's an underwire in your bra. Would you get that mm-hmm. underwire surgically implanted into your chest? How that song go? Hell no. Hell <laughs> no. <laughs> for what? For what? I don't even wear bras underwire. <laughs> so it's like, for what would I put? Uh, uh, why? Oh God! It's always something new. It's always something that people want to like. I feel like I'm getting like to that point where it's just like I'm so I'm over people and their shit. Like, it's always something, right? Like, I never even heard of this. Okay, um, like motherfuckers is getting way too creative for what? Right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Well. The reason I asked this, and it's going to lead to my second question, was because, like, in early September, Ari Fletcher, or Moneybag's girlfriend, was on live, and she told people she had a permanent bra inside her chest. Imagine. And she oh, I ain't that breast. <laughs> she shared that she got her breast lift redone, and the quote is, I had a revision done and I got them like closer together and I got a lift and I've got a permanent bra inside my chest. That's why it hurt so bad. <sighs> oh my God. The bra procedure well, is to control the position of where the implants sit and to add structural support. It helps to reduce sagging of the breast implant. Oh God. Oh, oh yeah. God, oh God. So the following question is, if you had the money to, is there something that you would change about yourself? Nope. <laughs> surgically? Yeah. Is surgically. It, are you just surgically. only surgically? Surgically? Okay, so this is what I've determined in my okay. life. No. Right now in my life, no, I don't want anything done. I like me. But I do feel like after kids, like once I'm done having kids, I wouldn't mind getting like my my body like retightened mm-hmm. not anything done i would just like or maybe even like cool sculpting and like maybe have like a lift depending on what my body looks like um that's what i would do just to make myself feel better for me um because i think there's nothing wrong with like aging gracefully but shit if i can have myself look perfect why not okay well, ultimately, the reason why I asked both of those questions is because I wanted to talk about, like, vanity in 2020 and, like, social media and also how that's attached to the way, I guess, people 
perceive themselves in a sense. So that's why I asked the questions about, you know, would you change something about yourself and about the permanent bossing? Because I feel like there has been a fluctuation in BBLs and cosmetic surgeries, period, for what people consider millennials, but I'll just say people who are younger. Like beforehand, you know, BBLs were kind of considered like mommy makeovers, like changing up yourself with butt implants. And then it became a thing where butt implants isn't it. Do you feel as though social media plays a factor in getting those type of surgeries? Oh, absolutely. I think it's always been TV first and then social media. But now it's kind of like, I think social media has the upper hand on it now. Because now you have all these these internet famous people, Vine famous people, YouTube famous people that just get it. And like, or you have these these wives um, out of nowhere that just get it. And they everybody just becomes a fan of how it is and everything. Advertising has a way of evolving more and more. I oh. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's always trends. Um, I like to look back at like the early '90s, and you know, it was like the heroin chic. So models were just the common standard was like a size zero, and the thinner you were, the better. And I think that was so common, and that was so. Um, that was just such a norm and what you'd use is magazines, TV, music videos, and then you start to slowly see a change in a fuller size person or an hourglass figure. And I think social media has just normalized it because if you look at how much time people spend on social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you, you wake up, you're on it, you go to sleep, that's like the last thing you see. So it's just really normalized craziness. And I think anytime you're laying down on a table and you're having yourself cut open, you don't need to mm-hmm. be, that is, that is really crazy. I mean, I fully support people wanting to have their body look and doing what you want to do to make yourself feel better. But just the risk of it is so crazy to me. So to go on a deeper level, like, would you feel like your self-esteem or your confidence kind of plays into this? Uh Uh-huh, absolutely. I think that you, you know, you have to have a sense of not liking your natural body, not liking, um, or, or being insecure or feeling like after that, you'll feel better about yourself or you'll love the way you look. I think that so many people get caught up into it and they get, it gets excessive. Um, and it almost like, it almost looks like it becomes addictive. I personally, I just, I don't know how I'm going to get, like Callie said, like after I have children or anything, um, I don't know how I'm going to look when I'm older, right? I just personally believe in, I'm going to touch the body that God gave me, but I understand, um, how some woman would feel, you know, if they want to make changes to your body like by all means sis go do you um there's major Mm. health risks behind stuff like this too and i feel like those are the things that 
need to be taken in consideration more like is it worth it because even um k michelle had to get hers removed um i think she had i don't think it was bbl but her her surgery um to her butt she she definitely had to get it removed mm-hmm. i remember didn't chrissy teigen have her breast implants removed this year yes oh, she did Mm-hmm. She had her breast implants removed, and then um, Cardi B talks about how she um, had had butt surgery done. This is prior to her becoming famous. I think she was stripping at the time, so she had her butt done, and she had gone to this lady that was like working out of her basement. Anyway, she goes back to have the procedure finished, and the lady had actually been arrested, and like the whole place was like oh, empty, no. and. The charges were she she ended up killing somebody and come to find out she was injecting cement oh into um like the mixture that she was mixing was it had cement and some other things into it. But to me that just shows because that story Cardi's story is not rare and it's not like really surprising mm-hmm. to me. Um, because it just shows how desperate people are to fit in this mold and to look a certain way and to feel beautiful. Oh, God, my grandmother constantly reminds me of this beautiful model. I believe she's Colombian, or she went to Colombia and got her surgery. She ended up losing a leg um, because the surgery went wrong, and they had to um, amputate one of her limbs. Jesus. So it just shows how people will go to Jurassic measures, measures to feel better about themselves. I just, I find it honestly so crazy that bbls and stuff are becoming so popular but mm-hmm. i do remember like around the time when k michelle was like getting her butt implants out and she was like almost losing her life and there was like a documentary on bt about it and they showed like visual images of this woman who like she really had like a hole in her butt and it was like mm. it wasn't like sponge but it looked like a sponge if you cut it open mm-hmm. it looked just like that same color and everything and there once was a fluctuation of loving your natural body but then we turn around and we go right into this new wave of getting bbl surgery that though like with normalizing surgeries we also don't talk about how how like crazy they are you know what I mean you're putting things you're putting toxins these are all these are all unnatural things to put into your body and I'm not judging and I'm not knocking it I really want to stress that but I also want us to understand it's not just like a simple thing these things as they're just they're they're just becoming so fast with it and it's becoming so easily accessible but it's just not a simple thing to go through and I think that people, because it's happening everywhere and so many people are doing it, the mentality behind it is just like, yeah, I'm going to go right. do it. And it's like, okay. Right. Exactly. And people make it seem like it's also something that is easily accessible as well. And I also mm-hmm. feel like that's why I mentioned social media, because if you look up like those cosmetic surgeries, it's all over YouTube. And it's like, these these YouTubers who are considered everyone's favorites, like completely, well, not fully, but they show 90% of their journey to get a, a 
any type of surgery or their journey to, you know, getting whatever they desire. And they make it seem like it's such a, a fantasy. Like they make it seem like it's such a happy mm-hmm. thing. Like it is, well, it is a happy thing for them, but they make it seem like, like they're selling a fantasy, like nothing hurt. Like everything went perfectly fine. And there are some people who will show you like the cuts and the bruises, but most of the time they will just make it seem like it was like a simple surgery when in a sense, Mm-hmm. You kind of just risk your life or beauty, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My issue with this mm-hmm. is they're setting standards that aren't realistic. And I don't know if this is controversial or people are going to be upset with it, but like I look at people like young, I just look at young people, like younger teenagers or people who don't have the mentality to like discern things. And who are looking at those things like their standards when it's not realistic. Like when I found out that the Hadid sisters mm-hmm. had surgery and their faces don't look like that, Ooh. it kind of blew my mind because Gigi and Bella Hadid. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Like they had their faces done. Yeah. A lot of wow. famous people actually, actually had up, their faces like the done. Thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and- wow. <laughs> Yes, and you know, they're supermodels, and supermodels are known for being naturally Mm -hmm. beautiful. So, you're setting young people up to believe that that is a standard of beauty when they weren't even born that way. And I just think that I I don't want people to have to rule that they've had surgery done, but I think that we really need to be honest with young people and saying, you know, how people have that quote where it's like, you're not you're not ugly you're just broke and it's so true it's not that you're ugly you just can't afford these people have hours of stylists working on them and making their face look like art and on top of that they've had thousands of dollars put into their face so or put into their bodies or they have nutritionists or they have um um gym gym gymnasts or uh uh, trainers Mm -hmm. that are you know, helping them, like, they're not alone, so I really feel like if there's one thing I would have told my younger self or could tell younger people or people who are just, and just in general, is that these standards aren't realistic. These people aren't just born this way. Exactly. Do you think you would pass judgment on someone, on a friend or a close relative who decided, like, to tell to tell you that they wanted to get some type of surgery? Um, no, mm-hmm. not at all. Uh, I, I am, I am a flight attendant and I was, um, cause of COVID I've been working as it, but you don't know how many girls in that field are like, I just put a down payment on a BBO. I just, um, secured this doctor or I just made these appointments and I'm also, um, Dominican and it's very 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 mm-hmm. like common like I've had family members like you should go to DR and get the surgery done so for me it's very common and I have no place to judge um it's just not something that I would do personally but it's very very common and it's very like I I kind of mm-hmm. understand it I just don't want it for myself right I I wouldn't um I wouldn't pass judgment I've actually, one of my friends was, like, talking to me about this before. I don't know if she was joking. I don't think she was. But, sis, don't do not do that. Like, you don't need it. But, <laughs> realistically, <laughs> realistically, I would not pass judgment. Like, it ain't my body. Like, go do you, sis. But, 
if it's going to cause all these health complications in the end, I just feel like it's not worth it. Or I feel like, I guess there's nothing about myself I need to change. So maybe I don't, it's like I see a perspective, but I'm also ignorant to another perspective. What is it? Self-esteem kind of also ties into it. So if that's what's going to make a person feel better about themselves, who am I to knock down their, almost like what is considered a trophy to them, you know, it's almost as like disrespectful as if I came to you with good news or in a war and then you're just like, but you don't need it. You know, it's like, who mm-hmm. am I to do that mm-hmm. to someone else? So no, I wouldn't judge. If you think back to around the time you was like 16 or 15 and still coming of age within yourself, would you consider getting surgery or did you even consider something like that? Um, I've never, like, personally wanted the look of surgery on myself. Like, I've never wanted, like, much of a bigger butt or much of a smaller, like, those things. Really how I want my body to look is, like, I really want to look natural. So I prefer working out because I want to just tone uh, and I like yeah. more, like, uh, my natural. I uh-huh. like my natural build. So I um, I don't think that I would have wanted it. I don't think I ever really thought about it. Um, I think I was more so concerned about my weight um, for the longest time. So if there was any surgery I had thought about, it was lipo, literally. I feel like microblading, like for eyebrows, I'm really considering that, but you still have to get it done every so often. Um, I'm also considering like laser hair removal, but again, that's another thing that you have to keep going back and getting done. Cause you know, you just get tired mm-hmm. of shaving. Like I, I, I got tired of shaving and, um, mm-hmm. those will probably be the only two things I would consider. Um, but not like no do real consider those things to be anything like that. Do you guys consider like microblading and like laser removal, like excessive? I don't think it's excessive. I just think you have to have control of, of that because I, I do feel like in a certain mindset or in a certain point in your life that could possibly lead to you getting more surgeries or finding more flaws within yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand with the microblading, you know, maybe you've always had a problem with the eyebrows and you're just tired of always filling them in or something. Mm-hmm. I can understand that, but I think you should mm-hmm. also have control of or have confidence within yourself to know like okay that's the only flaw I'm going to surgically work on because then you're going to start looking at your face and like well now that my eyebrows are done maybe I could get like a little I don't know get the bags under my eyes filled and then it might start losing some more things you absolutely right about that but it's still crazy to me because in my mind people go but like wow people go crazy i i like to think like and i tell this example to everyone once you get your first tattoo you get that first piece of ink it's not going to stop unless you have a real limit it's not going to stop you want to keep wanting more ink and that's exactly how i am so yes like maybe that same effect will affect me and i might not know it it's so crazy to me because none of those things seem excessive to me. Like, I feel like if you have the money and you have the, so, the yeah. means to do so, I think I think you should do it.
just in the mindset you have now, because the answer could change when this happens. But let's say you have children and that child at that child at about 14 says they would like a breast augmentation mm-hmm. or a nose surgery. Mm-hmm. What would you what would you say? Not on my watch. You're not so parent. You're gonna be. <laughs> um, to me, I would just I would try my best to explain to them. One, you're not even fully developed. Um, there's so much more that you have to to look forward to. Trust me, those things come, and if they don't come, we're gonna work on their beauty. We're gonna work on loving ourselves we're gonna work on those things and when then they turn 18 or older if they want to do those things they should do them and i'll support Mm -hmm. them through it but there's gonna be a lot of work that happens before that there's gonna be a lot of like i want them to understand what they're doing i want them to understand why they're doing it because like i said i'm not in the mirror with them like i've struggled with um with like a lot of be- like with my beauty for a really long time when i look in the mirror i don't see what other people see so i've 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 right. i for a really long time in my head when people are like oh you're so pretty or you're you're so um elegant or this or whatever i didn't see that in the mirror so i was like fighting these demons like i was just telling myself i was ugly i was fat i was the second third and everyone's just like but you're so pretty, you're so this, you're so that. And I was just like, you don't know the demons that I'm fighting with. So it's like, but when it comes to my kids, mm-hmm. I'm going to try my absolute hardest. At the end of the day, if that's what they want to do, then I support them. Um, I, yeah, I, I would try to uplift their confidence and maybe come back to this conversation like, when they're mm-hmm. a lot older and when they've developed a little more because I I just I I guess I I can't understand how I'm trying to put my words together. As much as I was very overweight, I should say, and unconfident within myself at that age, I never had the thought process of going above and beyond with surgery at that age, you know? So I wouldn't know how to come appropriately to my child if they were like, yeah, I want to get surgery. Because I understand how it, how it's to be unconfident, but I wouldn't quite understand how to react in the sense of you asking me about surgery. I would feel like, what am I doing wrong where you don't feel and see the beauty that I see within you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that was something that, like, I feel like you sounded exactly like word for word how my mom would say what she would sound. She would, I would try, like, all these. When I was younger, it was more like dieting and, like, eating mm-hmm. and certain things that I would do, like, excessively. And she was just like, I don't understand how you don't see what I see. And... So when I was younger, dieting was very common and was very popular. There was always different options. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister's going in the time age where like she had social media at a far younger age than I did. So like a lot of things like surgery is normal to her. 
and like people having them. So I've heard my mm-hmm. sister say like, I want a nose job. And she has the beautiful, like the cutest nose I've ever seen or she wants this, that. And I think that I can't tell if it's just like a trend and it's so normalized that she's like numb to it or mm-hmm. if she genuinely feels that way. Because sometimes I also look at her in the mirror and I catch her like just loving herself, you know? And I was just reading something where Regine, Little Wayne's mm-hmm. daughter, just came out and said that she got breast implants. Oh, wow. And it was kind of a contradiction in a sense because she basically was a hypocrite because like on Twitter almost a month ago, she was she didn't say she didn't condone surgery, but she was just like, you should love yourself. Surgery's not it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then you turn around and get breast implants. And then there, this quote when she was on the Wendy Williams show, she said, I wanted it to look all natural looking. I've been wanting to get breast implants since I was 16. My mom was like, girl, no, you don't need it. As soon as I got on my own, I'm like, I'm going to get breast implants. And I'm just like, that's crazy that she manifested something at 16 and kept it up until the time. I think she just turned 21. Oh, my. I just, I don't know. Maybe that's just something she always wanted to change, but it's like, how can you say one thing and then a couple years later be a hypocrite to the exact thing that you just said you kind of was against? Because mm-hmm. I think when you're younger, we all, I feel like, say a bunch of stuff we don't mean. And I feel like there are very few things that we manifest, um, you know, up until, like, that we manifest from teen teenhood to adulthood um yeah like i i I guess like just one of the things would be oh yeah like i'm gonna have my own money um so ever since like our first job to now and stuff um things like that like a lot of times yeah you know you become an adult you're like you know i don't feel the same way about that and everything um for example like I, I'm not going to hold you. Like, my first tattoo, I manifested that ever since I was, like, 14. Like, I knew what my first tattoo mm-hmm. was going to be. I knew it was going to be the Merlin and DC flag. I, I just always had the picture. And when I was 19 and when I, you know, went to get my first tattoo, that's exactly what I got. See, surgery is different, though. But like Callie said, like, I think the younger generations, this is just, like, all right in their face. This is like, this is the new thing. You feel me? And I also think it's the standard of what you have to be crazy and not crazy. Because I know people who would absolutely, without a doubt, like change their nose, but would never get a tattoo. Like, it really is just how you view things. Anything, I think that we just pass so much judgment and everything. And we have so many opinions. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, you're going to do what you want to do. Do you think there should be an age limit to people who have cosmetic surgery? I think it shouldn't be done until you're 18, realistically. Because, you know, just might look back at their parents and go, why did you let me swap this out? Like, I was mm-hmm. young. You know, I didn't think this through completely. You know, when you're young, you want one thing for a second. Right. Um, to me, I don't think that you should be getting surgeries before the age of, like, 23. Mm. 
I only say that because I didn't develop like my face until I was like my face has been changed. Like the way I looked when I was eighteen or the way that I looked when I was fourteen looks nothing like how I look right now. Your face and your body is still maturing. Mm-hmm. It's still becoming it's like like your complete self. So we all have ugly duckling phases. Like we all have these little phases where we still have baby fat or we still have our body, our ears, we're growing into our ears and our nose. So for me, that would just be my, my, my conversation with somebody if they were younger, like at least let yourself develop. Like Kylie had her surgery at like, I was thinking that Kylie like looks, Kylie looks nothing like how she probably would have developed mm-hmm. into. And then I feel yeah, like if she would have waited till she was like 20 something, she probably would have, I don't know what she would have done. But my opinion mm-hmm. is I would just suggest to somebody wait a little bit longer. Like you might like how you look or you might grow into yourself. And I think that you, we don't give ourselves that chance to grow. Like we want that right now, that instant gratification of looking like these models, looking like the people that we see on TV and on social media. It's like that you can you grow into yourself first. And that's the thing. I my overall view of drastic surgeries like that is I feel like people just aren't taking the time to really Mm -hmm. let their bodies change and embrace the change. Even if hypothetically I was to get something done now, you know, that perfect body that I just created is not going to be there forever. Like, no matter what, things are going to set loosen up. Like, even if you have, like, I don't want to call her out, but even with, like, some of the Kardashians, like, they have mm-hmm. all that money, but in some people, you can tell, like, in certain angles, you can tell that yeah. they're trying to keep up. Like, your your body is still maturing, but you still have all these foreign objects inside of you mm-hmm. that's trying to keep up with or trying, yes. to, trying to combine themselves with your body, and it's just not working. That's the other thing, too, is that we don't realize how this is going to affect you in old age. Because mm. a lot of these surgeries are so new. Yeah. We don't know how it's going to develop in our body long term. We mm. don't know how it's going to affect us, like how our bodies are going to age around those things. How we're going to need like re- reconstructive surgery to keep up with those things. That's something that really scares me. It's like, how are you going to look years from now and how is your body going to react to it? I was also looking up some statistics and that's why I kept trying to stress the age points because according to plasticsurgery.org 2019 facts and the 13 to 19 year old brackets the most common procedures were nose shaping male breast reduction ear surgery laser hair removal and skin laser resurfacing and the most common one was breast augmentation oh my in what age group in 13 through 19 it says it's a total of 8,000 you know who got breast augmentation you know what I believe it because I know people in high school who had their breasts reduced I know a lot of mm-hmm. people who had their breasts um, mm-hmm. smaller. 
And um, some I knew a girl who her doctor, um, her breast actually developed so much faster than her. It was actually causing her spine to have damage, like scoliosis. So she had to get her breasts reduced because they were Mm. so heavy. Like, I think that society has made it so numbing. And it's really, we've gotten lost to, like, you know, a lot of surgeries, like, these surgeries started off with, like, soldiers coming home who had been, like, blown up and wanted to get, like, their faces Mm -hmm. reconstructed. That's where, like, a lot of plastic surgery came from. So it really could be, like, a beautiful thing. Um, Going through, like, this beautiful um, experience Mm -hmm. and journey. That's true, but looking at this, there's 6,000 people who got ear surgery. And I'm so, trying to figure out. we haven't been years. <laughs> but is it that serious between 13 through 19? Right. Have you seen some people out here? There are people out here with big-ass ears. I'm not even playing with you. I've seen some big old, like... And there are people with big noses, big hands, big thighs, big ass. Like, why? <laughs> why is such a young age bracket though like the fact that this is just in the thousands like the breast augmentation I can understand especially like in the sense of um the example you gave I can understand mm-hmm. that but if you really serious seriously seriously believe that even if your ears are huge like bigger than Martin did if you seriously <laughs> believe that when you're walking through everyone's looking at your ears you really need to build your confidence understandable too i agree i agree i definitely think that we don't do enough to build people's confidence i definitely think that we just want what we want and we want it now instead of like long-term working for mm-hmm. things <laughs> is this was actually pretty wild and i heard it <clears throat> i cannot wait to hear your reaction there are some women in africa who are using liquid seasoning to give themselves DIY butt implants. What is it? <laughs> it was, it was what? <laughs> liquid what? <laughs> liquid seasoning. Seasoning? Like seasoning. <laughs> yeah. Like, like oregano, like they're, like they're mixing it up and like injecting into their butts. Mm-hmm. Think about how t- that takes Effort. that takes like eating <laughs> ass to a whole new oh level. My God. Think about how seasoned and how like flavorful they must Ayo. be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We are now on Apple Podcasts, we're on Anchor, we're yes, on yes. Spotify. We are literally everywhere. So you have no way, no literal way to escape this hot flavor. You got no excuse. So <laughs> go tune in. Keep listening and tuning in. Thank Talk you. Soon. Bye.